Hi. It's me, Bam. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. It's me, <laughs> Abba. <laughs> it's me, Ben. We do a Freaky Friday app. Oh, my God. We switch. That'd be crazy. Do you remember oh how great God. that movie was? <sighs> so Such good. A Jamie movie. Lee Curtis essentially playing Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Hilarious. Brandon Ash Muhammad loves that movie and mm. always loves how, like, we he'll say, like, we are the band in that movie. <laughs> I'm like... Oh my god! That also just like Lindsay Lohan, like her singing, just all of her singing moments in her past. Yes, like, confessions Life of a teenage a drama work queen. Apart. You oh. gotta make it colorful. <laughs> you can have an, a high IQ. Dun, dun. Oh god, what a great song! Oh my god. Or the song that they that the band actually played in the movie Freaky Friday. Don't wanna get it, just wanna, wanna stay out. Hey, hey, take <laughs> me away. Hey. <laughs> That, and then and then and then like Jamie Lee Curtis is like backstage and yeah. she's the one playing she's, guitar. Like, shredding. Oh my Which, god. Which like wouldn't like people wouldn't know that that was happening. Exactly. Like, no one in the audience would be like, yeah. oh, she's playing guitar. They'd be like, someone's like playing for her. Exactly. And honestly, that movie. I think that anyone who watched that movie and really stand that movie became a bad bitch. Became yeah. a fucking bad bitch. You became a bad bitch. I'm sorry. You know what's the the most bad, baddest bitches part of that movie mm. is in it's when it's actually when Jamie Lee Curtis is supposed to be Lindsay Lohan. So it's Lindsay Lohan playing yes. like the mom. Yes. And she's in an exam and wait, oh, I might be getting this wrong. No, no, no. It is her. Yeah. And like the the mean popular girl yeah. was like, she like wrote something on her test. It was like mm. a big like test or something. And it was like just like a note, like Hey, like girly, like mm. I don't know, and like Lindsay Lohan like read it, and then she shoots her hand up, and she's like, "Mr. So and So," like Lindsay Lindsay Lohan's looking at my paper, and like the optics were true, like she was, but it was because she had like, yes, like she had learned her to do it, mm. and. I remember this is when I was like Lindsay Lohan like is a good actress mm -hmm. because in that moment when she was reacting to what was happening I didn't see a teenager I was like that is a mother who was like this is a mean little girl and like I remember <laughs> being, a mean like, little girl <laughs> truly and she was so she was like this is unacceptable yeah and also same same Lindsay Lohan mm -hmm. playing Jamie Lee Curtis when the teachers mean to her or something yes she's like wait this is because you stood up yeah me i.e. my mom. Mm -hmm. Listeners get it. Mm -hmm. And she like drags them forward in front of everyone. You're like, it's like, you're pathetic. Very ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. Ahead when, of its I, time. I feel like whenever like a, a Disney movie or 2000 something has any semblance yes. of like being socially aware, we're like, very ahead, ahead of its time. time. <laughs> and of it's its like, that's Doing the bare minimum. It's so <laughs> yeah. old. Like, wait, yeah. you were in love with my mother and she never gave you a chance. So you hate me. Like, yeah. and if anything, like kind of still rooted in sexism. Yes. Yes. You know. It's it's so <laughs> yeah. wild. They don't make movies like that anymore. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. They don't they don't make movies like that anymore. Um yeah. Was my demon back? No. Okay, thank goodness. We we just lost our guest. I think she'll come back. Yeah. She'll come back. Um I <laughs> I I mean I hope. Oh, yes. Here she is now. Um oh. but yeah, I think that like I think that we're going to have 
isn't it? Okay, this is what I think is wild. All those like late 80s, early 90s like movies are being remade, right? Yes. And in the next 10 years, we're going to see like like a bunch of people remaking movies from when we were kids. Like <sighs> eight, like like um wow. Freaky Friday is going to get redone. Um oh, like God. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen is going to get a remake. The Lizzie oh McGuire my... movie is going to get a remake. Like Oh my god. Those things are going to get remade. That is so I, and I'm like, what would the vibe be? Will it be like, it'll be like, make it euphoria? Like, everything will be kind of <gasps> euphoria. Like a dark... <laughs> yeah, I hate it just when like Hollywood dark. does that. They're like, let's take this, like, tale oldest time and then, like, They love dark. doing I that. that. They that. went... Hollywood was obsessed with that for a while. Yeah. Where it was like, we'll give... Even Disney was like, we'll give you live action, yes. like... I don't know, Alice in Wonderland, but we'll make it, like, a twisted acid trip. Well, even well, the live action um, Jungle Book, terrifying... <gasps> The live action Jungle Book was so when that that monkey was so big, yeah, and like when it was smashing through everything and when it was doing its song and everything, I was scared. Scary, it's scary. And the original was just kind of fun and cute. Yeah, I'm like, bring back the Jonas Brothers. Okay, do you remember jo- Nick Jonas's riff on their original song for um, Jungle no. Book? Oh my no, god! Was... There's this one riff he does at the end, and it's so long and unnecessary. It's so stupid. Oh my you, god! I'm gonna I send it to you. To... He just goes, He's... yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, ho, ho, I, I, I. That's literally exactly how it sounds. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Oh, we didn't. They don't do that. Male singers don't do that anymore. But they, they don't. were saying they would say anything. Yes. Yes. Like, even interludes were just like, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. in every show. Girl, you've was... been gone for so long. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say something. Say it. I recently have, because, like, I go through phases where, like, I don't care about men. Yes. And I don't even want to look at a man or find them attractive. But now I'm in a phase where I'm, like, I just find myself, like, on Joe Jonas's Instagram. Just, oh like, kind of, like, testing to see if I find him hot. Like, yeah. kind of. But, like. Holding myself back, but also kind of like willing myself to. Yes. I'm like, well, maybe that's a hot picture. Yes. And I've decided that I do find him hot. Joe Jonas? Yeah. Nick Jonas, mm-hmm. I don't find him hot anymore. I used to find him so hot when he was younger and he had the curly hair. Yeah. yeah. When I love I love a yeah. guy with curly hair or like flippy, floppy hair. But now he's like, you know what he is? What? He's because we do love short kings and yes. he could be a short king, but How he's trying he? to but he's trying to be tall. How tall is he? I don't know. Actually, hold on. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Isn't he like... Because I consider him like... He, my guess yeah. is he's going to be 5'8". 5'8". I'm guessing 5'11". Five, five, okay, Nick. Joe, oh my God. This is so exciting. Oh! <laughs> <gasps> Abba. Mm. We were both wrong. <gasps> what is he? He's 5'6". He's so short. This is, okay. Now I actually find him short the hottest man in the king. world. He's now the I find man him, in the world. Oh, because now if I met him, like we're eye to eye. Like, but I would be like looking down, and to me, like to look down at Nick yeah. Jonas, I would. That would be like that that's powerful. That would be powerful. My okay, well, not Miley Cyrus. Beyonce is five seven. Isn't it funny that Beyonce is taller than Nick Jonas? I think that's funny. That is so. And, Kate Kate Moss taller than Nick Jonas. Yes. I all I don't I hate that I know because everyone famous is like well you know Kate Moss is five seven. Yeah. I feel like people just love to say that. So So now it's like something I know. It's like I'm not like 
I'm not a Kate Moss stan, stan but me it's neither. like I just like can't get rid of that fact. No, I, but I also agree. on America's Next Top Model, whenever there was a short model, they mm-hmm. were always obsessed with being like, if a judge was like, well, like she's a bit short, they'd yes. be like, well, Kate Moss, and then Tyler yes. would be like, you have a point. It. I'm like, why is that the go? It's so annoying because as much as as often as people are like, well, Kate Moss is like five seven. They never hire models that are five seven. They just use that as no. a talking point. They just, it was just her. And it was just because like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know. I don't know what the fashion industry, I don't know what the fashion industry does. All I know is that drag queens are starting to like be in them. And that yes. is exciting to me. Dra- and also mo- models are starting to, cause like, if you look at like any fashion ad or show, it's like, it's actually like, it's iRobot. Oh. The models are all iRobot. Like, yes. All the same. It's, it's actually alarming. It and is scary. It's scary. Like it's it does it takes you like completely out of it because you're like, you're they're like, where did they find the original? Exactly. The original copy who made all these people. I don't know. I don't know. Terrifying. You know what I'm not terrified for is my iced coffee. You because have I'm, been I'm... on an iced coffee tip. Okay, talk me through. How do you make your iced coffee? <gasps> okay, this is this is what I do. And it's really not fancy or anything. I just take a cup of coffee. Yes. Or an espresso, like yes. in a little, like I make a little espresso, put it in a, the fridge, mm-hmm. just to like let it cool. Yes. Get a glass or a mason jar. Okay. Full of ice, then yeah. like a tablespoon of maple syrup. Okay. Oat milk. Okay. Mix it together. Mm-hmm. Metal straw. I'm good to go. <gasps> I'm good to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. That was the worst <laughs> fake laugh we've ever fucking done. But, uh, but that, the fake laugh turned into like then like a witchy kind of like, <laughs> and then that made me start to, to so actually stupid, laugh. So stupid, so stupid. Oh my god. Okay. I. Oh my god. In some circles, I am a witch, so that's fine. <laughs> We're feeling very. I'm witchy. a Scorpio after all. I love a good Wiccan vibe. Oh yes. <gasps> I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited to yeah. introduce our guest. That voice you're hearing. Oh my god. She is an iconic, prolific Toronto drag queen. Some some would say uh, uh, Canada's most crucially ignored drag superstar. You can find her on Instagram at the Visa Decline, Patreon at the Visa Decline. Tons of cool content to be coming onto their mm-hmm. website, VisaDecline.com, and check out Visa Decline's YouTube yes. um, YouTube channel. They have a show called "You're Doing It Wrong" with Patrick Murray, yes. Pascal the Pod, which is so so funny. It's basically Visa, who's like a very like well established well tr- knows all the tricks of the trade drag queen teaching patrick who knows like literally nothing <laughs> how to do makeup and it is it's hilarious. it is very hilarious <laughs> they're, they're very hilarious oh my god and it's remember it's visa with a z not an s okay because a visa with no. an s gets sued honey yes as ben said sued. um described <laughs> as canada's most critically ignored drag superstar mm. and yes, honey the best act <laughs> in <laughs> your price range <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is so Honestly, funny same 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 <laughs> oh god so please I love that. Please, please welcome your ears for the one the only visa decline visa decline hello thank you for Hi. having me thanks so much for oh being my god. here oh my god welcome we're so excited yes. to have just such a, a fierce Toronto queen. Yes. We love the Toronto drag queen. Long time listener, city. first time guest. So oh, very excited. Oh, thank you. It's <laughs> oh amazing. Oh my God. Oh we just truly, I mean, I must say, the drag name Visa Decline. So funny. I'm, 
I have to say, it's so, so funny. I myself, not the sharpest tool in the shed, honey, took me a while to get that joke it did. But when it got to me, it like yeah. floored me. I was like, dra- I just love the audacity of drag queens to choose the most ridiculous name. Like, it, when it's right, it's right. right? Like, it just, it sings so beautifully. Yes. Well, the first time I came up with the name was 2010. Mm. And it was, I originally did an S. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like like the credit card, mm-hmm. and then uh, when I brought the character back, I was like, "Well, no, because everyone's suing everyone nowadays, so yeah, yeah. better <laughs> not take that chance." Because Mama don't got a hundred thousand dollars. Exactly, exactly. No. Oh my god. And and Yet. honestly, like that's a credit card company. Like they could destroy your mm-hmm. life. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. They already do destroy. I mean, and you know what? I already feel like Visa with a Z is so much more queer coded than Visa with yes. an S. So it oh, I know. Like, the fact that I have to tell people it's a Liza reference sometimes, I'm like, I don't need to know you. <laughs> no. You're not someone no. I want in my circle yeah. at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. Um, how long have you been doing drag, Visa? Ooh, God. I think it's over 14 years this <gasps> this oh October. I'm a Halloween baby. Every drag queen either is a pride baby, a Halloween baby, or yes. now a corona baby so <laughs> oh my god okay can we talk on that okay i'm so happy you mentioned it because i i mean i'm not part of the drag queen community so sometimes i'm like there's only so much i can say that's like you know worthy of being said but oh, that honey, is something i've anything. noticed <laughs> about the quarantine a lot a lot of people and i get it you know you have more time you have maybe more time but it's I, there's been a lot of quarantine queens well, I mean, I'm pretty much helping create one with Patrick, so <laughs> I can't really say too much against it. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, no, there has definitely been an influx in the last year of Queens. And uh, it's really interesting to to watch because when I started, we didn't have Drag Race. Like Drag Race maybe came around two years after I started, maybe a year and a half after I started. Whoa. So when I started, you really had to... Um, you really had to befriend legendary queens, um, more established queens, and hope, hope that they will take you under your wing and teach you a few tricks of the trade. Wow. But now people can just turn on YouTube and be like, oh, great. I know, I know makeup. Oh, mm-hmm. Amazon has these. I can just buy that. And like, everyone just looks the same now. Like there are so many queens who have added me and I'm like, I can't tell four of you apart. It's kind of like that Ryan Murphy meme where like he casts all the same <laughs> cis white actor yeah, and everyone's yeah, yeah. like i can't tell them apart that's how i feel with drag queens now i'm like i don't know anything you're calling out a very like, interesting what? dynamic yeah like i there's no um i feel like because there's no mothering happening like face to face or like in communities <gasps> it's like a very mm. individual individualistic and like competitive so there, yeah. there's like i mean there's still friendships in the drag world but it feels like there's a lot of like competition to see who looks the best but then you're not getting your character nurtured at the same time. So like these queens who look wow, amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing on Instagram will come onto RuPaul's Drag Race, which is not the best barometer for who's the best drag queen. Yeah, but totally. It is essentially a character like contest, and a lot of these queens yeah. flop because they're just used to being like, "Hey YouTube," <laughs> like, and that, that's yes. it. Like they don't know anything. Oh else. my god, I I genuinely said yes. <laughs> yes, um, uh, yes, true. But it, it's it's so true because Abba, when you said there's no like face to face mothering, I was like, that's it. Like, it's like it's about it's about community. It's about that because drag. That's I mean, we I, listeners know Visa. Obviously, you know, it's like it's it's a community act. Like it's it, that's how it started. And when it becomes something that you do 
to get like social clout or like followers or that it loses it kind of loses its it's like special it's magic if you will yeah Yeah, and i find one of the things i have a problem with the most not to get too into it but it's um it's the queens who are constantly like oh i need to get to five thousand followers Oh, yeah. I need to get to ten thousand followers. It's like, how about you just work on your act, <laughs> yes. and then people will and people yes. will follow yeah. if if it's something worthwhile. Why are you just trying to attract people who are probably going to mute you, and then you're not going to get good algorithm reactions to your posts, anyways? You know, it's it's a very odd. It's all like, oh, I need to have these numbers in order to be considered for Drag Race. Guess what? Drag Race is not going to solidify you as a superstar you do that not a tv show a tv show will yeah. give you a platform and a chance to start something but if you don't got the talent to back it then up you just don't have it well it's the same thing yeah. like when youtubers or people who make like i won't go so far as to call them yeah. sketches skits and i'm not talking about the. <laughs> oh i hate when people say skits it bothers me <laughs> but they are not making they're not, they're making, not making sketches sketch comedy and, they're making and skits. i'm not talking about comedians who are skits. actually good at it and have gotten like a, a good hold of like you know those character like front-facing camera videos yeah. on twitter i mean like those people from vine that genuinely just have a big ego they're not funny when those people yeah. find success online they always want to do stage stuff and tour stuff because that's where the money is there in merch and they finally get to the stage and realize how much they fucking suck and they get cast in movies yeah. all the time and they don't have the talent to back it up. They just have the numbers. So these movies don't even get watched because people who can sit through more than one minute of content do not know who these people are. You know, yeah. like their fans aren't watching the movies. The people who are going to like comedy clubs too, like they're not like the 13 year olds watching your videos. Yeah. Like they're people who like are, are paying to see a good exactly. show. I, I once did, this was a show I would do at bad dog and it was, it was a, it was a monthly show. I love how you got and so secretive about it. Ever there would be an opening like stand-up act and like we would do like the show. And one of the shows, the opening act was a YouTuber. And he was like, he's very Toronto adjacent. I won't name him, but I feel Greg like Greg Brown. It's Greg Brown. <laughs> 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 no, of course. Greg Brown would have killed. Oh my god. Yeah, we love Greg. I'm like, you know what I will say is that it was Greg Brown. It was Greg Brown. And he absolutely bombed. No, <laughs> Never. Uh, <laughs> but it was this it was this just like YouTuber boy who like I had seen his videos and I admittedly like saw like, oh, this this guy is like whatever, like a hundred K followers. And I was like, he must he must have it. He must be talented. And it was like the first time I'd seen one of those people like IRL, if you will, and he bombed. Oh. Like and I'm not and I'm not being like I'm not being like rooting for him to bomb and saying, oh yeah, it was a bad show, so he bombed. I'm like, no, 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 silence. Like no. silence. And and I I'm a stand and like Visa, like Apple, like we all we all know what it's like to have a mic and to tell a joke and to be stand-ups. You know what I mean? And I was watching it just as a stand-up, being like, this is not even stand-up comedy. This is someone talking trying to be funny there was no structure there was no jokes and i was like of course because he hasn't done and i'm not he like one of those edit. comedians can't edit. exactly yeah. you can't honey you can't edit in real life you can't, edit in real you can't life. do that yeah. and i'm not one of those like comedians who's like oh you got to do the open mics no you gotta, me you gotta cut your i teeth. never did the open you gotta mics, cut your teeth no. kid never did yeah. but like you do need to like i don't know i would never be like oh come see me perform a tap show without having taken thank like a tap you. class thank you, know? you. Or like at least trying to perform tap in front of it. Now uh, I want well, to take a tap class. So I um I used to manage at the Second City, and I remember we had one event at, in the John Candy Box Theater, 
And it was a YouTuber <sighs> who booked it out. He actually sold out two shows, oh my God. Uh, which is 75 people in the theater at the time. So I'm like, oh, big sellout. But um, <laughs> he, the whole show was him watching, what's that movie? Cody Banks. He was watching Cody <gasps> oh Banks. God. And the it was the Muniz weirdest. Movie? Yeah. And he was oh just God. reacting, like commenting, critiquing it live. Just and him? like making jokes with like some other guy who was on a laptop and they were just on stage making jokes about it. And these people were eating it up. And I was like, is this the future? No, it, this- I refuse for that to be the future. Do that. No. In Why are we home. giving Frankie Muniz so much attention? Yeah. Like, no. Frankie Muniz. Oh my, oh my God. Frankie Muniz. Isn't he the one who said he wanted Lizzo to sit on his face? Is he weird now? <gasps> Am I making that oh, up? Oh, I didn't know that. I he mean, got into right. an accident and he... Um, I think there was like some sort of head injury and he's very forgetful now. Oh my God. I think he was on Dancing with the Stars and there was a whole like side segment, like drag race yes. moment. Oh my interview. God. It was a race car accident, right? Wasn't it a race car accident Maybe. or something? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because he was an, he became a race car driver. Nah. Mm-mm. This is why I don't do sports and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have other though, reasons why I don't yeah, do sports. Yeah, but yeah. Oh my God. Why I'm not you, know who's, <laughs> you know who's probably never played sports once in her goddamn <laughs> That's life? That's really good, Ben. That's really good. Yeah. I really, I, when I felt it brewing, I was like, mm, you, I was it's like, a I feeling. Like it's a feeling. <laughs> A segue, it's not about the words. It's about, it's literally about the, the feeling. feeling. It it's about balance. It's a balance, but exactly. It's all about, oh my God, I'm, we're, this, I mean, this is a very exciting day for us. Visa, would you like to introduce um, the artist we're talking about today? Well, when um, you guys invited me on, there was only one artist that really jumped out at me for a drag queen to talk about. And that is probably the biggest drag queen of all, Cher. We need, you know what? I'm, yes. I'm gonna admit it. I'm gonna say it. I don't know a lot about Cher. I don't. I haven't listened to a lot of her music. I know her Me too. her hits from the early 2000s. So I'm really excited Same. to learn on this episode. And as I was kind of like visiting her essentials on Apple Music, yes, Apple yes, Music. I was very much like, <laughs> I was like, she is so queer coded. Why is she so queer coded? Oh, yeah. oh my god, can you can you give us your explanation of why she's so queer? Yes. Oh my god, why? Cher. Why she's queer coded? She, well, she's a diva, and older generation gays, they always gravitate towards the divas who experience turbulence in their life, who experience tragedy. She literally checks off everything for the diva category. She checks everything for the icon category. She is fashion. She is... She's in her 70s, and she's still relevant. She's got a movie coming out, which... I think it's called Cher and the Loneliest Elephant. I thought it was going to be me and her finally getting, doing a movie together, but it wasn't. Um, oh so she just, she just knows how to evolve through each decade. And that yeah. that's the one thing. Cher's done it flawlessly, whereas someone like Madonna oh, maybe has had it. a few. Madonna's yeah. had a few little issues Speak with doing that, but Cher yeah. is yeah. fully like... She's like, oh, I'm going to put out all these ABBA songs and the gays are going to eat it mm-hmm, up. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, I mean. I'm going to be 70 and I'm going to sing Waterloo. Here we go. <laughs> this, you know? I mean, I that that album was, that album was a moment. And I mean, the, Mama, the whole Mamma Mia of it all was a moment as well. But that is, it's, the longevity of Cher is like, I feel like that is very queer as well. Because it's like, 
the, the kind of and I love saying I've been saying this so much the audacity of just being like of being like I refuse to go anywhere like I'm like I'm here to stay I'm gonna do a million reunion or farewell tours and never retire that is so gay like, she literally put out a song yes. called you haven't seen the last of literally <laughs> and we never will and, and we never will and I th- what's so interesting about Cher to me is that her personality throughout every single decade has just been so interesting there are so many celebrities where their personality type like dies out with the fucking decade they peaked at you know there are some celebrities uh-huh. where you can't watch them yeah. on a talk show because it's like ew this is so 80s like where the fuck did they find this guy? But Cher, she has this, like, personality that is transcendent. And just the shit that she says. Did you hear what she recently said? She oh, said that if she, she was there when George Floyd got oh, shot, she yeah. she thinks she could have yeah. saved him. That she could have kept him alive. She could have intervened some way, somehow. Isn't that insane? It's in. It's insane. It's oh, like, my God. The the delusion. And also the solipsism, the solipsism to, like, read about a horrible tragedy and immediately make it about yourself. Yes. And be like, well, what if a share was there? Is <laughs> just That's why she's it's... so queer coded. She's like bigger than herself. She's like an idea. She's no longer a person. <laughs> oh. And it's yeah. crazy because at the start of her career, she was this shy like oh, I'm I'm I I can't go out. I'm sta- I have stage fright and Sunny literally had to push her out on stage and now she's like, "Oh, out of my way, bitches. Like follow this. I'm grand damn, yeah. you know, like it's interesting to see how her confidence has built throughout each decade, too. And especially being a woman of a certain age who was like, I'm going to do what I want. I don't need to marry a man. I'm going to I'm going to date someone oh. 20 years younger than me yes. before yes. it's fashionable yes. to be like a MILF, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like the original MILF. The original, I know Madonna was... likes to think she no, is, but it's no, Cher. No. sorry, it's Cher. It's Cher in that bagel Madonna's boy. chasing Cher's career, it seems. Really? Madonna needs to be chasing a better plastic surgeon. Oh, That's what she needs to be oh can we talk about the ass? Can we talk about the ass? When that ass oh. first Can we talk about the photoshopping? <gasps> onto it's another person's body? Insane, fully? insane. I'm like, what kind of insane wacko behavior? Like a seven, was it like a 17-year-old's body yes, or something? Like a yeah. Like, from like the Ukraine, like it was. Khloe just... Kardashian is taking notes. <laughs> oh my god, it's just and it just it baffles me. It's like she, I think Madonna has no team anymore because like there should be someone in her ear to be like that selfie angle. Nobody does this. Like her selfies are absurd. They're absurd. They're obnoxious. You know what? And I think I'll go so far as to say that she does have a team, and they're all yes men. No one can um, tell her no. Yeah. And like the, so, yeah. taking a selfie yeah. like this, listener, you can't <laughs> yeah, see, but my arms are all stretched <laughs> and my shoulders are hunched and my neck is tucked. That Or where the camera yeah. like starts like at the forehead. Yeah. So the whole picture is just, it's just, it's so, what kind of it's, demon it's like a like Cronenberg like Yeah, film. she just oh looks like an IMAX screen at some, yeah. at some angles. <laughs> some of them look like iPads. Just don't play one of her too. movies on it. Oh my God. Can you, can you talk to us about like how you got into Cher? Like how'd you yeah. become a fan? Well, I mean, Cher isn't something you get into. Mm. It's just an experience that is thrust upon you when you do the car wheel out of wow. the closet. Yes. That yes. is pretty much... <laughs> I mean, every, the joke used to be, oh, you'll get a toaster oven mm-hmm. when you come out of the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the old 90s <laughs> mm-hmm, joke. Mm-hmm. For me, it was, here's a share CD <laughs> and maybe a wig to play yeah. with every now and then. But oh, my God. I think yeah. the first time, I don't know about you guys, but my first time experiencing share was actually when Sunny died. That's when I really 
Interesting. Like noticed, and I learned the history of Cher because of the age I was when Sunny died. She suddenly was thrust back into the spotlight, and she came out then with the Believe album, which was like her huge comeback. Yes. And then when I started seeing that, uh, and they were playing older clips of her, and then I started finding her movies, and I realized <sighs> I love 80s Cher out of all the decades. Oh. 80s Cher is my favorite. Movie star Cher, the turn back wow. time, mm-hmm. like rocker yes, Cher. The, the, her hair in that yes, era, the curly, 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 curly. Gorgeous. Yes, yes. I used to have that wig. I think I sold it. I can't find it anywhere. Because I was thinking, I was like, oh, I should put it on for this episode. But I hold up the wig. I bought it. <laughs> yeah. It's mine. It's mine. Because that, okay, that's so interesting because I, like, I personally, like, the share, like, I was thrust upon me as a gay. It's very, like, believe era share. Like, very, like, kind of share as we know her now. I mean, also, yeah. like... I mean, Drag Me, I was born 1996, so, like, I love Burlesque. The Burlesque, the film, is one of my favorite cinematic achievements in modern history. Wagon wheel with Trujillo. <laughs> <laughs> Just even, I will, I will never forget being a gay little boy and watching the trailer of that movie, of the trailer of Burlesque, and it's, like, it's an amazing trailer, and it's Christina Aguilera, and she's on the stage, and she starts to sing after Cher said she couldn't audition. And then when Cher says, hold, hold the curtain, I literally... Was like that to me. I was like, I'm a performer. Like, I'm literally like, I was like, I want to be that. Yes. But I didn't really know. I wasn't really familiar with the Sunny and Cher of it all until truly like recently, like maybe like a five or recently, like three four years ago. Just like kind of like getting to know that era as well. But I don't. I don't really know the history there. So with Cher and Sunny, they. She. I think she was. I think she was in high school. Like, she always skirts around how old she was when she got with Sunny. But, like, there have been people who are like... It's not good. She might have been uh, underage. But... Um, Classic. Yeah, so they they got married. And they hit it big with um, I Got You, Babe. And he wrote it one night. Like, they literally were living with just a mattress and a piano and they were super poor. He wrote it one night and she listened to it and she was like, it's not one of your best songs. I'm going back to bed. And then they recorded it and it became this huge hit. But then um, as the seventies changed, they became like, they were considered hippies when they came out with, uh, I got you babe. And then they became the squares. Like people were looking (laughs) at them like, Oh, you're anti drug. Oh, you're, you're uh, you're not rock. You're All these very jokes poppy. About you're them. not cool. Yeah, if yeah. you're square, you're and share. Yeah, so uh. they became a nightclub act. They that's the only way they could get any work. And then a, a CBS executive saw the, their nightclub act and was like, "Oh, we should put this on TV." So then that's how they got the TV show. And it just was uh, yeah, okay. it was just her I'm making calling. fun of him. Like he was he was pretty much the punching bag. And then she would come out in these glamorous dresses and then make jokes at his expense because he's short and. Yeah. Terrible hair and all that stuff. So, yeah, but he screwed oh, her out of money. Oh, how did he do Wait, that? Wait, what? Because he, she never really paid attention, so she would just sign things. And she later found out that he made himself the vice president of Share. Uh, no, the president of Share or the CEO of Share. <coughs> and she was just getting a salary out of it. She didn't actually own her brand herself. Sh- her no. brand, pretty much. Yeah. Ew. Wow. No. And it's like, how old? She must have been what? Like twenty. Yeah, she was in her 20s. She was Of young. course, like I wouldn't read anything. 
No. I still wouldn't. I mean, me uh, I mean, do we read when we accept the Apple terms no, and conditions? No. no. And especially like, it's like, I feel like artists at that time were kind of like, okay, after Motown, they're like, we should read our contracts. But yeah. like, yeah. Sonny, you're working with your, your partner. Like you'd assume that they'd There's, want the best for you. Exactly. Oh my God. That, that's, well, uh, just another classic tale of women getting fucked out of money by their male Literally. counterparts that they work with. Yep. That's just like such a common thread in like the music and musical history. It's disgusting, and also of like yeah, like okay, this is not musical, but just even just of like learning about so many celebrities who got away with these disgusting like age gap mm-hmm. relationships. Like I just learned that Brad Pitt, when he was like twenty five, was dating a seven like seventeen year old Christina Applegate. Yes, seventeen years old. Like she was it like truly like sixteen, just turned. If 17, you are like, eight years child. older than your partner and you're. 30, 30, the woman is 30 and the man is 38. Fine. Whatever. You're in your 30s. Yeah. At the, there's always going to be a power dynamic if you're in a heterosexual cis relationship. Yeah. But a 17 year old, like, are you going to go and pick her up to, from fucking high school, Jerry Seinfeld? Literally. Like, that's, I was just going to yeah. say Jerry Seinfeld yeah, Jerry is a Seinfeld. classic example, yeah. but like that is, so unfortunately, wild. that is very old Hollywood, it is. which it is, is really yeah. gross. Like, yeah. I remember watching, um, the Judy Garland movie, Me and My Shadows. And like, I think she was in her teens and she was dating a 30 or going on dates with like a 30 year old. And then when he ended up marrying, I think Lana Turner, she was like heartbroken. Of course. So like. Young love. Well, you're young and he's ancient. Yeah, exactly for her. That's like that's a very share move of her. I love that. Yes. I'm really into. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm tired. I'm gonna say it, I'm tired of milf erasure. We're coming mm-hmm. into a time in pop culture where there aren't enough divas, there aren't enough milfs. <gasps> I love milfs. Yeah. And I feel like yes. they are being replaced with a lot of young women, and that is fine. Like the more femme people in the industry, the better. Whatever. But there's yeah. this very specific brand of like hot old lady. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that makes Hollywood go round, and I'm missing it. Absolutely. There's a lu- like, Absolutely. there's a luxury there. There's like an opulence with that type of yes. like aesthetic, and I really love that Cher yes. still embodies that in like her 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think she's gonna come out with another project, like a full project, and not just a single? Well, she just saved an elephant, and she's coming out oh, with a movie yeah, about that's it. True. Oh yeah. That's- <laughs> Wait. So is this movie like? A documentary or like yeah i think it's like a disney plus thing i'm i'm not sure oh my God. but uh yeah apparently there was some endangered elephant that she helped or paid some money to like rescue to get to a sanctuary but it was like they i don't i just saw a trailer and i was like mm, this is uh, <laughs> very different from your usual brand yeah. but uh oh sure I'm, i might give it a watch She's will we see cool. Cher riding riding that elephant i hope so I really hope so. You know how I know Cher is still cool? Because she wears t-shirts. When an old woman wears t-shirts, like graphic yeah. tees, that's how I know. I just love Cher on Twitter. Yes. I mean, her Twitter she is... She loves to be on Twitter. 
yesterday was a <sighs> perfect example. Katy Perry shared something about American Idol auditions and then posted a picture of a little girl crying. And Cher's response was, why is that child crying? <laughs> Do you think she's... Nothing else, just that. <laughs> like, Not like, oh, the show was great last night. Just like, why is that kid crying? Do you think it's a bit for her or do you think she's genuinely like... I think questions? she's trolling, but then there are other times where I think she's actually... Like, Kathy Griffin has that bit where she's like, Chef, how does pizza happen? Yeah. And I think that's legitimate share. She's just... She's been thrust into being a millionaire that she has lost a little bit of sense of what it's like to be a regular person so that's true we always forget that she is like she's no longer a citizen she's like a brand an idea like she doesn't need to think normally yeah like the joke was she doesn't even have a postal code it's just that Cher lives here that's it yeah exactly that's so funny to me oh my god oh my god her twitter is the most like dizzying experience and like I do agree I think like I think part of her now must be in on the joke because like I think probably for for the first couple years when people were like okay like Cher's twitter is something you must follow like it's hilarious I feel like she must have caught wind of that in some capacity but I still think it comes from a place of like Cher genuinely doesn't know why that kid is crying (laughs) and like actually wants to know and like probably doesn't know how to like DM Katy Perry so she's like I'm just gonna comment because that's like the closest option and I think it's also a certain kind of person where sometimes you see things on twitter and you're like well that's not for me Cher is so powerful (laughs) that she's like no I need to know why this child is crying (laughs) it's her responsibility And the thing is, she probably has the life experience of, like, every question she's asked has been answered. answered. So it's, like, it's not, like, us probably commenting on a celebrity's pick and, like, no one, no one's, it's just going to be left there. Like, she, she sure knows that every time she speaks, <laughs> like, she speaks, people are going to listen. <laughs> what oh I love God. about Cher is that she, like, she rose to start on being a singer, but she considers herself a better actress than a singer. It's very interesting. And that's that's what I love. It's like, oh, the thing that made you the most money, you're like, uh, oh, that's that's a backup. But like acting is what I'm better at. That is so, what is your favorite share acting project? <laughs> yeah. I mean, The Witches of Eastwick. Mm. That's a gay classic. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Susan Sarandon, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Jack Nicholson. Iconic. Yes. Moonstruck. I remember seeing Moonstruck yeah. when I was, I think, about 9, 10. It was like on city TV, you know, when they used to do like movies yeah, in the afternoon or something. So I remember watching it and being Italian. I was just like, "Oh, my people, I get it." Okay, like this, <laughs> I identify yeah. with this. Yes, yes. I mean, it was a bad Italian accent, but still, <laughs> I I identified. Um, recently, I mean, burlesque pretty <sighs> much just was a PG showgirls, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. the camp aspect. Yeah. Uh, it was like. There was no full frontal things. It was pretty much just the same kind of concept as Showgirls, yeah. but they wanted a better theatrical release. I remember when that movie came out, they actually, um, when I was working at Zelda's, they sent a bunch of little um, faces of Cher on a stick to give out to the audiences. Oh, my God. <sighs> it was the creepiest thing because it's Cher's face and they cut out the eyes <sighs> so you could put your eyes in. It, oh was, my God. it was demonic. And they sent one of Christina Aguilera <laughs> and a bob. And I was like, oh, first the <sighs> eyes and the bob. What a sight. <laughs> what a sight. That is so scary. They didn't think it through. Yeah. No, Imagine they were just like, was, yeah, like, we'll send these for pride. God. Oh, my God. That's fucking funny. That is so oh fucking my God. funny. I love... Bur- okay, I admit it. I need... To- I haven't seen Moonstruck. And... 
I, and I and I know I, I ought to, but I always get confused. Is that the movie she won the Oscar for? Moonstruck is the one she uh, won the she Oscar did. for. Silkwood, she won a Golden Globe. So okay. Silkwood was her first big break. That's when she uh, was in a lesbian relationship with Meryl Streep. <gasps> so the two of them played lesbians who were affected by uh, nuclear. Stop. Uh, no. Oh, my God. Nuclear waste. There was it's something along those lines. Yeah. That is so hilarious. <laughs> they, they live somewhere that has some sort of like toxics oh my spill God. or something. I I can't remember because I haven't seen Silkwood in so long. Was it Chernobyl? What? <laughs> <laughs> period. Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. <laughs> that is so okay. I need I need to add, because and like also this is truly me outing myself as a straight man. Essentially, I also haven't seen Showgirls. <gasps> I've, I've I've only watched bits and pieces. Gay gasp, gay gasp. <laughs> only watched only bits and pieces what? at a fucking pa- yeah. like party. Like gay parties. I will just- say there are some moments in Showgirls that I'm like I I can't even sit through because I know it's coming and I will fast forward because I'm like first of all it's violent or it's just gross or it's um, just terrible acting. So like okay. if it's one of those <laughs> yeah. three, if it's fun, terrible acting, I'll enjoy it. But if it's just really bad and I've seen it so many times, I'm it's like, like, I don't need to no, hurt myself no. more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're already in a pandemic. I don't need more added on. Yeah. Um, let me look up Silkwood. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Cause I, I mean, I need, I need to watch Cher's movies because honestly my only frame of reference for acting ability is burlesque. So when you said that she likes, she prefers her acting work to her music, I was like, interesting. interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, she, like, also, I, she also yeah. did the mask. Oh, she did mask. I think it was mask where her, uh, her son, um, Rocky Dennis, where he, he's born with deformities. Okay. Like, I don't know. Oh my okay. God. You need to check. I need that out. okay. I'm gonna she's do like, like a share. I need to do a share. She plays movie this night. like biker chick mom. Mm. Who's like biker chick. I'm there. I'm like, there for that. That's kind of oh, hard. Yeah. Has share like influenced your drag at all? So the first time I ever did a share look fully was to 2017. Okay. <gasps> so that was the okay. first time because I every time I saw a drag queen do share, I was like, ugh. What a stereotype. And then yeah. I started like working the old school show at Woody's like every Sunday. So I was like, okay, well, gotta gotta try a share look. So I actually made the turn back time costume, got the hair, I stoned a jacket, and I put the whole look together and yes. I was just like, Oh, this is fun. And then like trying to perfect her eyes. Yeah. There are certain because Cher has a deep set eye like mm-hmm. myself. So learning her face. Yes. I actually picked up some makeup tips mm, that work better on yeah, me yeah, yeah. and I started applying them to my own face. Okay. So she has influenced yes. my drag in that sense. She also influences my drag with trying to elevate my costume ideas mm. because oh, she, okay. her fashion is all Bob Mackie. Okay. Yeah. Like she's always been since the Sunny and Cher show full on Bob Mackie gowns, costuming. He's had a hand in her wardrobe for the past seven decades pretty much well not seven maybe five decades um since she was a baby yeah i was gonna say like yeah he's like making the like a pampers yeah um so yeah watching her evolution with style and fashion has definitely taken an influence on me like visa right now i've made completely 80s like my brand is 80s retro i call myself an 80s a failed 80s supermodel who's here to judge you oh that's pretty much what 
my whole image is. So yes. looking at 80s share, I've like been trying to pull some ideas recently um, just because she does dress for stage. There are a lot of pop stars and singers now who are a little bit more scantily clad, but uh-huh. Cher knows how to make it scantily clad, but elevated. Yes. If that makes okay. sense. Yeah. Like she knows, like how she to, knows how to zhuzh it up. Yes. yes. She knows how to make a bra and panties look like a goddamn gown. Like, yes. I love yes. that. When she just, when she's basically naked, she makes it look so opulent and like very well like done. I, I yeah, she's not like Dua Lipa and Lululemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you a gay who doesn't like Dua Lipa? I I enjoy yes. her, yeah. her songs. I do not enjoy her dancing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, with you yeah, there. she's yeah, she's a low she's a low energy queen, yeah. as Taylor Rivers famously tweeted. She's a low energy. Queen. <laughs> she's okay. Very, yeah, so yeah, I just looked up Silkwood. So they live near nuclear reactors and they're exposed to radiation. Okay, <laughs> and that's what makes them and that's what makes them lesbian. <laughs> and now we finally know what makes people gay. Visa. There we that go. That is very oh, practical. I'm I'm truly adding that. What's it called again? Uh, Silkwood. Silkwood. Okay, I'm gonna watch now. That. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm remembering that line from Will and Grace where Jack is doing his share impression. He's like, "I'm a lesbian who's been exposed to nuclear radiation." Whoa! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, this is so to bring That's up a really Will and funny. a very funny cameo of share that I remember was like an intro was her that part where um because Jack obviously loves love share and he's. In like a coffee shop, and the real share like walks in, and mm-hmm. then like she's like, I think he's talking about share something, and she like taps on the shoulder, and she's like, "Hi, like it's me," and he's like, he had her he, doll. So, oh, sorry. He had oh yes, doll. the doll, of course. And then he's like, he basically thinks it's a share impersonator, and just yeah. like reads her. He's like, mm, actually, like this is wrong. This is wrong. like I for, I don't know the specifics, but it's really funny. It's actually shared. She's oh just kind my of like, god, I love huh? that. And that I remember being like that type of um, self awareness, or like a, like. A diva having that type of um, in on the jokeness or self deprecation or whatever, that that always has been like a thing about Cher, where like she feels like we we obviously must respect her at all times, but it feels like she's she's always kind of like in on the joke, and when it, when the joke is like good. If well, I mean, sense. I think one of the biggest jokes was that she's known for wearing wigs, and in the '90s was selling hair products, like yeah, <laughs> because her friend had a had a line of products, and I'm just like. Uh, Are these for hair care or for wig, wig care. care? What she is so camp, but it wasn't for wig care. She's very she camp, so camp, and I really people love throw that. around camp a lot these days. And I realize what I and obviously like, am I going to sit here on this podcast and claim that I've read all of um, Susan Sontag's notes on camp? Is that am I getting that right? I haven't. I've just spark notes it. But one thing about camp is it has to be intentional, and I feel like Cher is so like. Like, the intent is so clear. Like, I feel like with a lot of pop stars now, we can tell when they're, like, trying out a phase or they're trying out a trend. And it was all... Cher's always felt like, no, like, I am, I am like, a sequin diva, and I'm going to just be that all the time. Have you ever seen any of the clips from when she did her solo show in the 70s? No. The Cher show? So she does... Um, oh, my God, what's it called? <gasps> I literally just had it and it slipped. Um, not a streetcar named Desire. She does. What's the one with the Jets? That musical. <sighs> oh, oh, oh. West Side Story? West Side Story. 
West Side oh, Story. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. She pl- she does West Side Story and plays all the parts. <laughs> what? Yes. yes. yes it's like I a 15 minute so production. That's so gay. <laughs> and it starts off it starts off with her. It's a black screen and she's standing in the middle. And she's like, "Hi, I'm Cher. This is going to be West Side Story." <laughs> Yeah. I will be pl- I will be playing all the parts. Thank you. <laughs> and that's how it starts. And then it goes right into like Maria. Oh my god. I remember oh my god. seeing the clip of this so on Twitter funny. and just yeah. screaming, like, who said yes to this? Share. Oh my god, share. That is so see, that is like a very beautiful glimpse into her soul. Cause I'm like, okay, like this is why this is why like gay men have gravitated towards her for years. I'm like, that. Like that's that's gay male behavior, if I ever oh, heard it, sure. is I'm gonna put on a one person show of West Side Story. Uh, that is well. I mean, Cher is a hyper queen. <gasps> Let's be real. Cheers. Like a lot of there are still gay men who won't accept hyper queens in the drag community, but they will idolize people like Cher, Lady Gaga. It's very uh, true. Katy it's... Perry, and it's like these are hyper queens. Marilyn Monroe was a hyper queen. Absolutely. Ben Nye. Oh. Was her makeup artist. He, like, he helped create the illusion mm. that is Marilyn Monroe. That was a persona. Exactly. That was a creation. It, totally, It's a very misogynistic part of the drag world where, I mean, it's evolving now, thankfully. Especially with shit like, I don't know, cool shit like Dragula or just even, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, seeing, like, there t- be tons more, like, drag kings who are getting, like, social media attention. But there was just this emphasis on, like, drag and glamour for so long where it was, like, oh, like this is a space for like for a man to dress up like a woman and like i feel like but it's like okay then why but it's like you're basing this off of share who is a yeah. cis woman who is like hyper hyper glam so it's like why is why are we setting up all these parameters yeah. and like, i mean when that? i started drag there were a lot of rules that were passed down to me and it was like oh you have to make sure your hip pads are done you have to make sure you always have boobs and you always make sure you have to have nails on and there were so many rules and i like stupidly believed it but as the last over the last few years i'm like no like drag shouldn't have rules like yeah if i don't want to wear boobs one day i'm not gonna wear boobs if i'm not comfortable like if i want to wear a short wig i'm gonna wear a short wig yes do, do i want to block my brows today no i'm just gonna use a little bit of them and do my own thing like Truly. i make my rules with what i'm comfortable with and i think the the more people just accept drag as what someone wants to put out there and not oh i'm I'm following this checklist. Mm. Everyone will be mm. a lot happier, you know. Totally. Just, just do what you want to do, and like someone like Cher, she does exactly what she wants to do. She's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna tweet random people. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to show my ass and my tattoos, I'll do it. do it. Oh my god. Totally. No, I I love that. I love that philosophy regarding drag. Like that's why I don't know. That's why I take issue with Drag Race sometimes, or more so, I guess, Drag Race America. They're more rigid about, like, oh, you must be, like, femme glamour at all times. And it's, like, and they, I don't know, or even, like, pageant queens who will talk about, like, female illusion. And it's, like, well, like, not all women are, like, smooth hairless. Exactly. Like, like, lots of women all over the world have, like, body hair. And, like, trans women exist and, like, deserve to be represented on that show as well. And it's just kind of, and obviously the drag community, like, in Toronto and, like, in the real world has like uplifted trans drag performers since the beginning, but it's weird to just not see that on TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I'm like, you're limiting yourselves. There's so much like iconic talent that's out there, but you're keeping it off the show because of these rigid fucking like ancient rules. 
it's not only that too. A lot of times with these shows, it's it's not how good you are. It's how much of a trauma story they can pull yep. out of you. They yeah. love that. Have you yeah. seen that they meme that. where it's like a picture of RuPaul and or is it RuPaul? I can't remember, but it's like a character siphoning an energy out of another character in the caption. Oh like, yeah, Agatha. Yeah. Yeah. Ursula, yes, yes, the yes, yes, area. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, Truly, RuPaul dragging the trauma story out of you. <laughs> oh my god! But something I I kind of realized today: Cher as Drag Race refer- Drag Race references Cher so much. She's never like appeared on the show. No. Wow. Why do we like, know why? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, her mom and her son have been on the show, yeah. but she wasn't. That is you know? so interesting. Yeah. That episode. Yeah, they was were on season six, and yeah. then they did a rusical, a share rusical in um, season eleven. Was it? No, no, it wasn't season eleven. Season ten. And it's like she couldn't even Brooklyn send a little video one. message. No. <laughs> I wonder why. I'm really interested in this now. <laughs> they can't. They can't afford the cameo. Oh, you know what? That is. It's that it's rate easy as is that. too high. It's as easy as that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh my god. Imagine if they did get a video message from her, but it's so clear that it's a cameo. It's like yeah. Sherry being like, "Oh, hi, Rue. I hear it's your birthday. Uh, your friends wanted me to say. Like, your friends wanted my me share. to say. <laughs> the producers. That, your friends at World of Wonder. Yeah. Oh my god. That was like that. Um, the season twelve reunion that they did virtually. And Dolly Parton jumps on (laughs) with Nina West. And it's like, you can tell Dolly's just in her closet like, I'm reading a script. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. These jokes aren't landing because I didn't write them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All these divas, we keep saying with every episode we've done, like, in the past two weeks, because people have been bringing a lot of women on the show, like... There needs to be a festival just saying thank you to all these badass women who just, like, mm. have created this history of just... Divas I, Live. Yes! Divas Bring Live. back Divas Live. Bring it back. Why isn't it, like... Because the there aren't demand... Divas anymore. Ugh. I'll say it. There aren't Divas anymore. They're really... It's sad. The pool is getting it's smaller. It's getting smaller. And I think, and I think it is... Be- and I feel like sh- the reason why Cher has been able to, like... Because Cher really didn't... I feel like once Diva's like, I don't know, not that I think Madonna's like the pinnacle of Diva, but we've referenced her earlier in the app, is like she's been trying to play the game as, as the game's evolved, but where Cher's been like, no, I'm just going to be consistently yeah. Cher throughout. Yes. Yeah. Whereas Madonna, it always feels like she's chasing something or like well, artists as they like progress, it feels like they lose their sense of self. Madonna, yeah, Madonna's trying to keep up with the trends and be like, I'm I'm perfect in this trend or I'm I'm killing this trend. Yeah, yeah, but then whereas Cher's like going along with trends, but it's like I'm gonna do it my way. She does it in such a Cher way. Adapt yes, my way. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I feel like yeah. The oh, sorry. No, oh, no. I was just gonna say like Madonna. Like the last time she did something that was relevant that still worked was literally four minutes. And then every time <laughs> well, I was gonna say Lord Lordis, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Very funny. Lord, this is so funny, very to funny. Me. <laughs> I think she's. I think she's working. She, I think she's... so. What's she doing? She's like in, like she's modeling or something. I don't Wasn't know. She I think she has kind of like a, a streetwear brand, probably. Ew. That sounds right to me. Probably Ew. knitwear. If your probably parents knitwear. have over a million dollars, you've never worn exactly. streetwear. Perhaps you've worn Boulevard. Yeah. Avenue wear, but not streetwear, honey. Like, it's so funny <laughs> that these like, and then they'll call them like luxury streetwear oh, brand. No and I'm like, thing. you don't. I know it's like the 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 what's it called? Um, it's like a not a paradox, is it? Like a uh, oxymoron. Oxymoron. Yes, exactly. It's just like it's like you can't have those two like luxury concepts. Like it's luxury. No. It's just it's wild. It's like the Brooks Marks tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, my, oh my god. But okay, these are, I'm gonna ask you a question and feel free to like roll your eyes at me. Literally cancel me, block me on Instagram for asking you this. But would we like would we ever see you maybe one day on a drag race Canada? Uh sure. If they'll let me get past the first round oh. of auditions. Okay. Well, I would love to literally, see you. Listeners like mobilize and like got got views on drag race. Listen, when when they finally come around to wanting a Bianca type, they can call me. <sighs> Until we've been then, missing a Bianca like, type. Yes, we've been missing a Bianca type. Well, they don't. That's a, see the thing is, if you haven't noticed already, I don't do well with sensitive people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I'm very direct and. Um, bit of a loud mouth and I'll make comments and like critiques and just be a little honest about it and uh, I think that doesn't work with what they want for this version of Canada's Drag Race um, okay. maybe I, I don't know maybe I don't have a backstory maybe you're, you're I don't Italian. have the look they want you're Italian that's the backstory who knows Five, uh, Lady who knows? Gaga if, if I ever get cast great I will come back on this podcast yes. what, yes. once I film yes. it but uh, yeah, it's it's not happening for me anytime but soon. But I, re- it's just like no, I Visa. Here's what here's where I have to disagree is because I feel like yes, queens like I guess they need a story in the sense that like I guess every human like has one. But like there are queens who like made it far in Drag Race Canada where I'm like, let's I don't know a queen like Lemon or a queen like Jimbo. Like I can't really recall their stories right off the bat. You know what I mean. No, but um, one thing I heard was that Alona and Lemon, because they have green cards, they were being looked at for the U.S. version. So when they announced the Canada one, they they started shifting them more towards doing this. That's why people, when those two were cast, they were like, they don't even live in Canada. Why are they? Oh, wait, I didn't know Alona didn't season? live in Canada. Where did yeah, she Yeah, Lemon was living in New York. Yeah, Lemon was but, in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where was Alona? She was in L.A. Oh. L.A.? <gasps> okay, this is... I love whenever I learn stuff about the drag race like universe. Yeah, I, I heard I heard these things on um, another um, actually a Toronto based uh, podcast, uh, Squirrel Talk. Ooh, uh, Squirrel they Talk. Were, they yes, were, oh, Selena. Yeah, yeah. Selena. Oh, yeah, Vicky and Selena. They, I think, Vicky was talking about it and how she read it somewhere that they were being looked at for the U.S. one, and then they got shifted to Canada. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. I'm pretty sure that's what Vicky said. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, allegedly, so. allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Got to pull oh the Kathy God. Griffin out. <laughs> wow, uh, interesting. I also think now that you mention it, it's very interesting that people are moving to major cities to do drag now. Yeah, like it, I feel like it used to be a thing where, like, if you lived, for example, in like, like, uh, why am I forgetting the names of Canadian cities and towns? If you lived in like Sudbury, Sudbury. and you had an affinity for putting on makeup and fake boobs, you moved to Toronto. But it feels like now people from like Toronto are like. Okay, I want to make it big, big in the drag world. So they moved yeah. to New York and L.A. Is that a new thing? Well, yeah, it, you so you weird. hit the you hit the ceiling. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, like it happens everywhere. I mean, I have done drag in Sudbury. Like I've traveled around Ontario and done shows, like road shows. Um, Sudbury is a cute little city for a night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't like put down roots yes. and be like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a show at the local like. Yeah, at Jimmy's bar pub. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's queer, queer night every Tuesday, but um, I definitely, um, I definitely think there is a ceiling that people hit. Like Brooklyn, for instance, she hit a ceiling in Toronto. 
Like when she won Continental, because I was her booking manager at Cruise, I knew <gasps> she. I was like, I'm like, you're not, you're gonna be out of here. Like this, you're not gonna be here much longer, kind of thing. Um, and then when that happened, I was like, yeah, she's she's on to the next thing. Like she's going to Nashville, and I was like, Nashville is gonna parlay into Drag Race one day. Did I know there would be Canada's Drag Race? I'd never predicted that. Yeah, I never no one. We did. would see that. Yeah. So to see that opportunity for queens in Canada is really great and um i do support any of my friends that gonna get on it like there were a few queens i actually texted during this audition process and i was like you don't have to tell me but if you for some reason need to borrow money let me know i will scrape together what i can to help and the e-transfer but it was only to certain queens that i like yeah that i was like I was hearing whispers about, so I was just like, you don't have to tell me anything, but if you need to borrow money, you just let me know. Oh, my like God. Kind of thing. I love that. That's yeah. so um, sweet. But uh, I, I I do want people to realize, too, like, if you don't get on Canada's Drag Race, that's... that's it's it's not a barometer of how talented it's you not, are. For sure. Like, here. the producers have to think about so many things other than talent all the time. Talent yeah, is There's a lot 30%. of factors that go into like, it. Exactly. There are... And also even in Toronto, and like obviously like I'm sure like there are great queens all over this country, but just like in Toronto, like I know there are so many successful queens who like have done great stuff who have never been on Drag Race, like like Fisher Price like has like a show like on CBC Gem, and like yeah. Allison Chains has been like truly like defining like Queer West for like a long time, and like Tynomi Tynomi before she went on Drag Race was like a right. like legend. Like I remember being like a gaby like 17 like sneaking into like the village and being like oh like she is like the main character of the village like she like meant something way more than like her um track record on drag race or whatever so yeah i i I agree like it's like especially if you end up on drag race and you don't have like the chops to really like prove that you're funny or like fierce or whatever you're trying to market yourself as a queen it's like it's not worth it because you're not gonna be yeah. you're not gonna be like evolved enough. Well, speaking about Drag Race, Chad Michaels shares Chad Michaels on Snatch shared. Game. Iconic. Yes. Iconic. Yes. Iconic. Yes. Is that your favorite share impression? Uh, no. <gasps> what's your? Do you have one? What's or? your fave? Um, not really because I think only share can do share properly. Like Chad Michaels is yeah. probably the closest thing to share. Yeah. Outside of share. But that's it's just a just yeah. a knockoff, you know. It's like it's like I'll I'll spend the extra for the real thing. And I guess it's also a <laughs> yeah. thing where like if you're a, an impersonator or a drag queen, you can never really do share. You have to do an era of share. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That, well, that's why the Rusical they yeah. each had a different pretty much look yeah. of share they had to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like who would either of you do for Snatch Game? That's what I would love to know. <gasps> what characters would we do for Snatch Game? Oh, I, yeah. I would do Beyonce. <gasps> oh my god. Okay, Abba's Beyonce. I'm not is doing the, it. Though. I'm not. And doing it. <laughs> you don't have to do it, but I just need to. I always, whenever it brings up, it's truly my favorite Beyonce <laughs> impression. Very nice. Oh my god, my. Oh my god, my snatch game impression. Oh, I I know this. I'd probably want to be like 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 I don't know the Virgin Mary or something. <laughs> like, just some, like and it's just like literally, it's like a classic sketch thing of just like pick like a character from history that you could just like make funny yes. by being you. Yes, like it. Rose, like with the, the exactly yeah. Rose was funny in that. Even like um, I can nothing else comes on. But yeah, when people pick a historical figure or like um, what's it called? 
this was on um, a tour, like when Jinx Monsoon was on Battle of the Seasons, but she used to do a Queen Elizabeth where like her Queen oh, Elizabeth yeah, yeah. was just like an Essex girl, That's essentially. Funny. Like, that but she was funny. in the full like ball. Yeah, gown. yeah, yeah. It was, it was <laughs> Who would you do, Visa? Yeah, who would you do? So play? everyone has asked me this and I always tell Ooh. them I will never reveal because I don't <gasps> want someone to do it. Oh. <laughs> Okay. The the one I really want to do is super niche, so I know if it's if it gets you know what I'm just gonna spill. No, it. no. you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to. No, we'll do an exclusive because then if someone does it, I'll be like, okay. you listen to okay, this, this podcast. Is you stole the idea. This is exclusive. This is never been said anywhere else. So I, I always tell people, oh, I would do a retrospective of Catherine O'Hara. <gasps> so I, I I say that to people. So That's I would great. start. That's great. As like um, probably something SCTV or. Um, but then I would like also do like Home Alone, mm-hmm. like one mm-hmm. question. I'd just be like Kevin, Kevin! Yeah. You know, just, like, <laughs> yell random things. Yeah. Um, obviously do like Mo- end with Moira Rose. Do Beetlejuice at yes. one point. Just be like, hey, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get up from the table and just look around. Yes. Um, so like things like that, or like Mighty Wind. But what I would really do. <gasps> is Lucille Ball at a Dean Martin roast. Oh, my God. Specific, like, older Lucille Ball, the chain-smoking Lucille Ball. I wouldn't do young, like, Meh. I would do, like, <laughs> like <laughs> That's fun. That is fun. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. God. That's, that's I, great. I love that. I, I think love that. I, I, I survived the missile Cuban, the Cuban missile crisis. <laughs> that's what I called it when Desi got syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I feel like Snatch Game, like, they love those types of jokes. Yes. Like, oh, exactly. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. That is so good. I feel like we're, like, EW getting the exclusive. Yes, we are. Entertainment. Desi Weekly. used to bang his drums more than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Visa, don't use all your material on the pod. <laughs> the girls are gonna steal it. The girls, the are, girls are gonna. Oh, steal I know. It. That's why I put it out there to see who tries <laughs> to grab it. Oh grab my it. god! <laughs> like baby, you just Bell dangle Bell a little. Steals you just it. dangle a little and see what what people see who grab it. see who jumps to oh grab it. So yeah, as we're desperate. coming to the end here, we usually like to end with like, okay, I, I forgot to ask this question earlier, so I'll ask it now, but. Um, which share, we always talk about like people's like pop stars outfits and stuff like that, which share, I know it's literally impossible to pick a favorite outfit, but to the best of your ability, what's your favorite outfit and like, what project do you want to see her do before her career ends? Well, I mean, I don't know if her career will ever end. Yeah. Like, like she'll have to die like, in order. <laughs> she'll be on her deathbed yeah. and she'll probably be like, here, let's just do a quick cover. <laughs> and, <laughs> Um, Chaz Bono's right share? beside her with like yeah. a karaoke track. He's got like the voice iPhone. memo out. He's like, hey, "Mom, here you go." You know she has another son, right? A lot of people. She don't has another son. That. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Who? She was married to one of the Almond Brothers who had a heroin addiction, and she was married to him for I think maybe two years, but they only spent like six months together oh. because he was like in and out. Yeah, she has a second son, Elijah. Oh, wow, Elijah. Moon, Elijah huh? Moon. Okay, interesting. Elijah Moon. Yeah, this is interesting. He's in a he's in like a heavy metal rock band. Okay, cool. Of I didn't know this. And of co- that is, I bet, sh- I bet that's like, oh my god, that is so share. Um, I would. It would probably be a costume from. I'm gonna see if I can find a photo, but it's it's a Bob Mackie share costume, and it's got some beading. I think it's beading. <sighs> it's like sequin. Those outfits look so heavy yes. to me. Oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, it's the it's the red "Take Me Home." That's what it is. Mm. The "Take Me Home." 
<gasps> That's one of my favorite share costumes. I, yes, I'm it up too. I love. She really does like her hair is just so long. It is. It's very funny. Her hair is just so long. It truly is. Oh yes, this is gorgeous. This is gorgeous. Oh, this is iconic. Oh my god. Oh, I mean, is it that one? Yes, there we go. Yeah, the beading, the yeah. beading of the hair flowing into the garment. This is, and I quintessential feel like drag. <laughs> this is this. It's just like this is this is drag. Uh, this is oh, drag. I love yeah. that. I love that. That is drag. <laughs> Oh, I'm that trying is to really call up pretty. my favorite share look, and it's like she's wearing this like sequins bra. Oh gosh, that's not very descriptive. That's literally just eighty percent of her outfit. My look is very. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm yeah. like. There's three <laughs> costumes that came to mind right, right? now. So. My look is so. I know mine is like truly like look number like one that everyone thinks of, but it's like I think the year after she won her Oscar when she presented. Oh it, like yes, classic, yes, 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 yes. The black like headdress oh. with kind of like. Oh, Let so pretty. I'm, I, I need to find this, you guys. It's literally, I every time I think of you what is opulent, I think <coughs> of this. <laughs> what is opulent? <laughs> also, the one oh my chair God. outfit I will say I never liked was, I think it was around Diva's Live she did it. She wore a blonde wig, and it was just a white, like almost crop toppy top, oh. top, and then it was a pair of jeans. Why'd she wear that? And it was the, I don't she wanted to be comfortable, but... Drag queens are doing that. And I was like, no. I don't care if Cher wore that. You do not wear jeans in drag. <gasps> exactly. Oh, this is my that, favorite. Oh, there we go. that is a hot oh, Cher I love it. It's that so sexy. That is 80 Cher to its 80 Cher, curly oh, hair, patent leather. leather, patent leather. Um, uh, what's that shit called? Bodysuit. High thong. I can see High 40% of her pussy. Just <sighs> chains everywhere. It's hot. I love this look. I want to wear this one. Oh, and I feel like she really like drag queens like that she is the blueprint for a lot of like staples in like a drag queen's closet i feel like if i'm overstepping as a non-drag queen you let me know visa maybe the times have changed have you ever thought of starting drag no because here's the thing imagine how like it's like it would be like really bad you know you're like it's like you're like oh i would put so many people out of jobs i know i need to get the but no i do say this if i was good at drag i'd probably be a good drag queen but i'm but I'm not good at drag. Like I don't know how to do hair, makeup. You like I feel learn. like the perform. I can learn, but then like uh, I just feel. Join like... me and Patrick on Zoom one day. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I. But here's the thing. I'd want to be really pretty, and I'd and I'd struggle with the years of probably looking very ugly. That's, I'd we all have that. to do that though. I. W- <laughs> You're that's right. A, that's I mean... one thing. Like with um with YouTube getting so big and tutorials being so easy to find. A lot of performers were learning their face and then going out. So they were coming out looking fully done. And my generation, we had to go out there looking busted because we didn't know all these tricks or really know how to perfect things. And I really think the busted years are where you learn and thrive the most because an audience wants to see your progress. They want to see you develop (sighs) in front of them. So that's why I think a lot of performers now, they come out looking fully done. Yeah, you can have people be like, oh, you look fierce, blah, 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 all that stuff. But if an audience gets to watch your transformation and your progress throughout the years and they buy into it and they really connect with it, you got to light 
lifelong fan, you know? Yeah. Like that's someone who's like, I remember when they started and they had their eyebrows up in their oh, forehead, you're absolutely you know? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is yeah. really, really, that's really special. I think that's really nice. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that yeah. person can look back and be like, I remember when you were walking around with a beard <laughs> and you didn't mean to have a beard, mm-hmm. but it was coming through, mm-hmm. you know? Because yeah. like, you didn't know what beard blocking yes. was or yeah, correction yeah, yeah. Oh corrector was. So. Yeah. That is, I really like that. I, I, that is, that's the part, that's the type of drag, like, that's the type of community that drag creates. And I'm like, oh, this is what we kind of get lost when it becomes reality TV-ified. If you when will. it becomes the rattlesnake noise and the shady confessionals mm-hmm. and the trauma stories yeah. about getting hit by a bus. All or, that shit. And then being left at the bus stop, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. when that takes over, you kind of forget, you kind of forget the fun you can have creating art yes. sometimes. Yeah. You know? That's yes. Beautiful. That's gorgeous. And I think that is the perfect place to I end know. this visa. So That's please so tell us where we can find you and where can people like check out your upcoming projects. So um, you can find me on Instagram uh, at the visa decline. You can also check out uh, you're doing it wrong. Uh, Instagram page that's at you're doing it wrong show uh, my website visadecline.com patreon.com slash the visa decline and just search visa decline on YouTube and you can find my channel with all my videos my tutorials my snacking videos because I'm, I'm on that road to starting mukbangs yes. I, I think <laughs> I love it started it started with M&M's and now it's uh, progressing yes. so oh nice who knows I love that. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, thank you so much for coming on to talk about share. I literally like. I feel honored that we got true a true drag expert to talk about the best drag queen of all. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super happy I was able to to be on. I've been listening to this pod. I love it so much. So to so finally awesome. be on an episode is really oh, exciting for me. So, so thank you. So sweet. So thank nice. you so much, Visa. Um, please Thanks. follow me at a b a q u a n. I almost and. gave my email out. I almost sent <laughs> <laughs> my email. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, follow me at Avaquan on Twitter, extra N on Instagram. And you can follow Nostalgic at Nostalgic Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And, you know, like, comment, <laughs> subscribe, please, please. Yes, listeners, you'd also be shocked to know which email platform Abba uses. Um, I recently <laughs> got a new email, okay? No. Okay, okay, never mind. I'll take that back. But uh, you can follow me at JK Miss Thing on Instagram, Ben Sosa Wright on Twitter and TikTok, and leave a rating and review on this podcast wherever you get your podcast. It truly is the best way to support the pod is to just leave a five-star review. So if you liked, if you laughed, if you even loved. And share among your friends. Share among your friends. Share. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're so proud of ourselves. Thing. <laughs> that was really good. Well, I can wheel with two. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Bye. Okay, bye, everybody. Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Ben. Bye.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!